Welcome back to church. Thank you for joining us in service today. How has your P2HA been? Fruitful? Restful? Tiring? Let us know in the chat. And if you'd like someone to pray with you, feel free to let the pastors in our digital engagement team know, and we'll be happy to connect with you. I'm sure many of you watched PM Lee's speech on Monday, and you are looking forward to what happens after 13 June. Let's continue to do our part in keeping Singapore safe, and hopefully measures will be relaxed. I'd like to thank Senior Pastor and Pastor Ming Cham for doing all the heavy lifting in the past three weeks. Those were difficult theological topics to understand, but crucial for us as a church as we lay another foundation in this supernatural worldview. Do listen to the messages again on YouTube or on our podcast if you need refreshers. Last week, Pastor Wilson spoke to us about the good guys called angels and the bad guy called Satan. I trust you got a better insight into what it means to live victoriously with the understanding of the role of supernatural beings. We must never be afraid of Satan because he's already defeated. Today, in part four of our Supernatural Realm mini-series, I'd like to do a deep dive into a topic we've addressed before earlier in January. I preached that weekend on God's human family, and so it seems appropriate that Pastor Wilson assigned me to take you through this June holiday supernatural remedial and supplement. So please allow me to read the same passage from Sermon 3. This is what Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28 says. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Help us to see that whether we realize it or not, you have given each of us the potential to be godly influencers. The brand that we truly want to promote isn't ourselves, but Jesus Christ. May we learn what it means to steward all you have created and to lead all whom you've created. Teach us to be discipled influencers for your glory. Amen. The title of this message is the image of God. And while it sounds like a concept we are seemingly familiar with, it may actually be a topic that we really don't know too well. Yes, while all humans are images of God, not all humans are godly images. Otherwise, it may seem sufficient for unbelievers who are also images of God to simply just do good, live right, and treat others kindly without needing Christ to redeem them or them needing to become more like Christ. I mean, if everyone is already an image of God, then what's the difference between Christian images and non-Christian images? The reality is not all images of God are godly or Christ-like. 
That is why we need to be disciple to be more like Christ, who is the perfect imager of God. Yes, we need to be disciple to be a godly imager and not just a good imager of God. How then do we live out our identity as godly images? How do we represent God in our lives on earth? And how does discipleship, stewardship and leadership have got anything to do with imaging God? With that, I'd like to segue into the big idea today. Be God's representatives in our areas of influence to steward and lead His creation. Let me unpack that with a little story. You know, I enjoy watching my son play with trains. This is his actual train. Judah would drag me into his room, sit me down, and make me assemble the train tracks together with him. Then he'll pour everything out of the box. Straight tracks, curved tracks, slopes, tunnels, bridges, everything. Then he would try his best to build it exactly like the picture on the box and insist that that's the only way to assemble it. But because I get bored building it the same way every single time, I'll get creative and I'll start putting pieces where they don't belong. Or in a way, they're not supposed to, something like that, and make him try to complete building the train set. But Judah is not like that, at least not yet. So he will meticulously and patiently insist that the track be built according to the original design. Then it dawned on me. Like the train set, all of us have an original design when we were first created. It's like the designer had a factory default in the way we were built and are meant to function in this life. But we messed up. The image of God in us got corrupted by sin. Eden, not my daughter, was lost. But we learned two weeks ago about the Eden project, that God will restore it ultimately when Jesus comes back and God creates a new heaven and a new earth. So between the image of God corrupted by sin and the perfect image of God in Jesus, there is a gap. And between earth in its current state and the future Eden, there is a gap. Question is, how do we navigate this gap? Well, it's clear as day to me. In this gap, we are to be God's representatives in our areas of influence to steward and lead His creation. It's what we would do as an image of God. And whether you realize it or not, it's what we would do for our entire lives on earth as a part of God's human family. So as images of God, there are three ships that we must get on board and three things about being images of God we must embrace. First and foremost, we must recognize our status as the images of God. Let's read verses 26 and 28 again. Verse 26, And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. These two verses are almost identical. Listen to verse 28 and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Now, did you catch the repeated phrase? Have dominion. So, let me review the first ship we will get on board today. Stewardship. More on that later. Now, 
to fully understand our original design as embodied representatives of God, we must learn what the image of God is not. The image of God is not an ability, attribute or quality. These do not constitute the image of God per se, but they are necessary for us to be His images. So it is not consciousness, self-awareness, communicative skills, emotions, conscience, morality, or even intelligence. Why? Because all these qualities extend from brain function and can be developed. The image of God is not something you develop over time. You either have the image of God or you don't. It's binary, one and zero, yes or no, present or absent. It's not something we get more of with age. This divine image bearing is what makes humans distinct from the rest of earthly creation like plants and animals who do not have God's image. The image of God is a status imputed into us and not something we earn or grow in. In other words, to be human is to image God. Let me say that again. To be human is to image God. But what does it mean for the image of God to be a status? To possess God's status as His imager, it specifically means that we are God's representatives on earth as His co-workers. That's why God intends for us to be Him on earth, to oversee this planet on His behalf. That's why I said earlier that stewardship is the first ship you're going to get on. I hope the idea of stewardship, or in simpler terms, taking care of something for someone as an image of God is becoming clearer for you right now. God's original design for His images was that we were supposed to be one family under God. Like divine beings who are also images of God, we have the same purpose. They represent God, serve Him, and work for Him in the heavenly realms while we do likewise on earth. Simply put, having the image of God in us is to have dominion over all of creation. Stewardship is loving and managing God's creation so that we play our part to help fellow human images of God flourish and in turn, help civilization realize its Edenic potential. But how do we represent God in our areas of influence? How do we steward His creation? What does it really mean to have dominion where we are? You see, every single household needs more of God. Every single classroom needs more of God. Every single office needs more of God. And in today's age, every Zoom call needs more of God. Every neighborhood needs more of God. So think about where God has put you in. And God has put each of you in multiple places. What is one practical way you can love a family member, schoolmate, colleague, next door neighbor, your favorite hawker, or even the delivery personnel? Genesis 1.28 writes that God blessed them. You know that saying, blessed to be a blessing? I think this verse was probably its origin. We are blessed by God to be a blessing to others in God's human family. How can we as images of God who are blessed by God exercise loving dominion over God's human family with love and kindness? 
How can we help fellow human images of God flourish? Can you imagine if just one person a day is blessed through you? How society will change. And while you're at this, I'd like to encourage you to attend the GDI course on conversational evangelism so that you are equipped and you're ready to share Christ anytime God opens the window for you too. Gracious, are you representing God in your area of influence? Are you stewarding His creation? Let's get on board stewardship and recognize our status as the images of God. So, that's point one. Secondly, we must fulfill our destiny as the images of God. Fulfill our destiny as the images of God. For us to answer our calling as the images of God, we must look at it from the perspective of eternity. As I've mentioned earlier, I'd like to encourage you to scan this QR code right now that will bring you to Pastor Ming Cham's sermon on Pentecost Sunday, where he explained in greater detail what the Eden Project is about. So take time to review that this week. But for now, I'd like to point you to a pretty cool passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 49. Paul writes that, Just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the man of heaven. The New Living Translation words it really well. Just as we are now like the earthly man, we will someday be like the heavenly man. With death, disease and disability happening around us, we are constantly reminded that we are mortal beings. Our time on earth is temporary. You and I need no reminders that we have an earthly status. But today, I want to remind you that you've always had an eternal status. And this is where I'd like you to come on board the second ship, discipleship. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, Paul tells us that our gradual transformation into the glorious image of Christ is the ultimate expression of discipleship. That's our final and ideal state in eternity. Discipleship is developing Christ-like godliness and maturing in our faith and character as images of God as we express our stewardship. Discipleship is also expressing our believing loyalty in God through Christ so that we can represent God in a Christ-like way. Yes, discipleship to Christ is what differentiates us from other images of God. Discipleship is returning to the perfect imager of God after the fall. In our time as earthly images of God, we are simply called to be disciples of Christ. One of the clearest descriptions of discipleship is found in Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, which states that, Then Jesus said to His disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. These three requirements for boarding discipleship is deny, take up, and follow. That's what we would do for the rest of our lives on earth, every single day we are alive. When we fulfill our destiny as the images of God, we become God's representatives to steward and lead His creation. So that's point two. Fulfill our destiny as the images of God. And finally, we must answer our calling as the images of God. 
While we are navigating what it means to be images of God, thank God we're not left on our own to figure out what the perfect image of God is. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 16, Paul writes that, Now the promises were made to Abraham and his offspring. It does not say, and to offsprings, referring to many, but referring to one, and to your offspring, who is Christ. What he is saying is that when God's original plan was ruined by rebellion, God did not destroy humanity, but promised that one day a human being would reverse the fall. When God disinherited humanity at Babel, he didn't abandon the human race. Instead, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 16 tells us that God sent Jesus to help us. Due to our rebellion, we made a mess of the original plan. But God didn't leave us alone to clean up the mess. As the Messiah, Jesus isn't just God's chosen one to save all of us, but Jesus is also God's chosen one for all of us to conform to because Jesus is the ultimate imager of God. Jesus is the one we are to conform to because He shows us what God is like. Paul clearly writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, that Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He reinforces this idea in Romans chapter 8, verse 29, and Colossians chapter 3, verse 10, that we are to be conformed to the image of God's Son and be renewed in knowledge after the image of our Creator. Simply put, in Christ, we are progressively being molded into the likeness of the perfect imager of God. In other words, to represent God, we need to continually be more like Him and less unlike Him. Get it? But what's the whole purpose of becoming more and more like Jesus? You see, God has a mission. And as His images, we get to partake in that mission. Yes, you and I, we have a divinely appointed purpose in life. And that's the last ship I'd like to get you on today. Leadership. Leadership is influencing others in the mission to transform our world, both within our nation and beyond our shores. In fact, Paul tells us in Colossians chapter 1, verse 12, that we are set apart for this mission. The same mission shared by biblical characters, legends of our faith, and those whom we know have been promoted to glory. Our calling as the images of God is clearly stated in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, where we are commissioned to go and make disciples of all nations. Type a name of someone you know in the chat and say, that's you. And then type again in the chat, this time all caps, that's me. I sense today that we should emphasize on nations because God has already brought many nations into our nation. We have a role to play in partnering God to bring the disinherited nations back to Him. Grace Assembly's Missions Awareness takes place a month from now, so I'll claim my free coffee from Pastor Steve as I do this plug for him. How can we practically demonstrate leadership as an imager of God? Firstly, in your homes. I'd like to invite you to get to know your foreign domestic worker a little bit better. That's if you have a foreign domestic worker at home. Ask her about her parents, her husband, her children. Find out about her hometown. Learn about her childhood dreams and aspirations. 
ask her to share her prayer needs with you. Then pray for her as a family. Let her experience God's kingdom through you. Secondly, in your neighbourhood, I'd like to challenge you to get to know some foreign workers. Find out their names. Learn where they came from. Greet them by name each time you see them. Buy them kopi and teh whenever you get an opportunity to. Bless them irrationally. Let them experience God's unmerited favour through you. No strings attached. Finally, in your workplace, look for one person who's not a local. Have lunch with her. Better still, buy him lunch. Be interested in her life. Ask him what he does outside the workplace. On a weekend, surprise her with a food delivery. At some point, invite him to your house for dinner. Let her experience the warmth of God's family through yours. Gracians, you are commissioned to disciple these fellow images that God has sent into Singapore. How? Get to know them, then bless them, then influence them, then bring them back into God's family. That's your calling from God. We should all have no excuses. And if you really do it, I would love to cheer you on and pray for you in your first steps to be God's representatives to all nations. Feel free to email me your experience or share it with me via Instagram. If each of us listening to this message embark on being a blessing to just one foreigner each, Grace Assembly will easily impact thousands of foreigners among us. So why don't you type in the chat right now, you are called. Type it right now, you are called. Then as you type that, someone else, I'll get the rest of you to do, to type, I am called. Type, I am called right now. To be God's representatives in our areas of influence, to steward and lead His creation, we must answer our calling as the images of God. Christians, are you on board with me in leadership to influence others to transform our world, one nationality and one individual at a time? Our mission does not change, but our methods will and must change. So that's my final point. So as we recognize our status, answer our calling, and fulfill our destiny as images of God, as we get on board the three ships of stewardship, discipleship, and leadership, it is so that we can be God's representatives in our areas of influence to steward and lead His creation. Church, the time has come for us to test, trace, and vaccinate. As a nation, that's what our Prime Minister has called us to get ready for. But as a church, I believe God is also giving us a clarion call to do likewise but in a different way. Christians, church is so much more than just a service you attend every weekend. It's more than just a ministry you serve in. Church is more than just a time you spend in your grace groups. Grace Assembly made the headlines last week. But today, I want to invite all of us to make a different kind of headline. And there's nothing more headline-worthy to God than to see His images in Grace Assembly become His representatives in their areas of influence to steward and lead His creation. 
The church is God's representative to an unbelieving world. We don't just do church once or twice a week for a few hours. No, being God's representatives is something we do every waking moment. Gracious, your believing loyalty to God will be tested very frequently. So let's make PET a regular part of our lives. And what I mean by PET, pre-evangelism testing. Make sure that the thing that you keep testing positive for is not coronavirus, but Christ-likeness. Gracious, in every area of your lives, make sure that you can trace stewardship, trace leadership, and trace discipleship as an imager of God. Whenever others look at your speech and conduct, make sure they can trace your contact with Christ. Finally, I pray with all my heart that Christ-likeness will be endemic among Christians. Every grace group, every worship service, every fellowship session, every prayer meeting, and every course, whether online or on-site, should feel like vaccination centres where we are filled with the Spirit and bear the mind of Christ and keep returning for booster shots so that Gracians can fulfil our calling as images of God in Singapore and beyond. And finally, just as PM said that 70% of transmissions begin in the household, may I call upon each and every one of you, especially the spiritual heads of household, to ensure that Christ's likeness is a household transmission. Let's have our godly influence start from within the home. Gracious, the time has come for us to be God's representatives in our areas of influence to steward and lead His creation. Would you ask the Lord to help you embark on His mission? You know, I like to borrow PM Lee's words in his speech and adapt it for Grace Assembly. Grace Assembly's priority is to get through this pandemic and position ourselves strongly for the future so that spirit-filled, Christ-like gracians continue to be raised within and among us. If we stay united and continue to work together, we will be able to progressively steward and lead His creation and achieve our aim to be God's representatives in our areas of influence. In closing, I want to tell you about my primary six form teacher whom I had coffee with a couple of years ago. I learned that she formed a prayer group with two other teachers to pray for troublemaking students like me during recess time. One teacher in that prayer group introduced me to Scripture Union Primary H Camp when I was primary four. Another teacher in that group sponsored my Christian fellowship camp fees at the end of primary six. I came to receive Christ at that CF camp. That coffee session with the teacher helped me to see all the work behind the scenes in my journey to Jesus. These teachers, they were exercising stewardship and leadership in the way they influenced me. And the result, my salvation and discipleship since 1995. Church, let us be Christ-like images of God wherever God places us and gives us influence in. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we pray that today, right this moment, you will raise Gracians up 
and you help them to realise that they are to be your representatives wherever you have placed them, whether it is at home, in the workplaces, in their Zoom calls, and even among the places that they have contact with Christians or non-Christians. Help them to realise that you have commissioned them to be an godly imager, to be a Christ-like imager for your glory's sake. And Father, we pray, O God, that in this season, all of us listening to this message, Father, we will extend your kingdom rule wherever you have placed us in. Empower us, fill us with your spirit, make our minds like yours, Lord, so that we are discipled more and more to become like the perfect image of God. And that is Christ. So Lord, we commit ourselves to you, we commit our church to you, empower us and send us forward, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen.